This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to KRHC. Welcome back to another semester of Real Talk with El Paisano Media. Today, and for the rest of this semester, we'll talk about issues, changes, and commendations for and about the Rio Hondo community. I am Luis Martinez, the managing editor of El Paisano Media, and today I have the privilege to be joined by... Jovan Hernandez, executive editor... Robert Jimenez, broadcast editor. Sierra Uribe, editor-in-chief. And Ariana Morales, video editor for El Paisano Media. Quick reminder, guys, please make sure to follow us on social media, El Paisano, on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, X, formerly called X now, and YouTube. All right, guys, so before we hop in with all the news that we have around the campus, just want to hear, how's you guys' day been going so far? It's been pretty good. Just, it's been hot. Yeah, it's been real hot. But it starts off cold in the morning. So I'd be cold waking up, have an 8 a.m. class, and then after I feel the heat and I just want to go home and change into a summer outfit. Yeah, it's it's like really hot outside, but then once you get into your classes, it's freezing. So Yeah, every class is cold in this school. Honestly, I'm not like a geologist or anything, but I feel like because we're on a hill, I feel like that kind of contributes to it just because like inside it's so cold. But outside, it's the worst. It's so hot. And, like, the winds can sometimes hit, you know? Like, it hits different. I, I don't But the like sun's it. closer, so it could be hotter, too. Isn't it? But yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's but just so weird. The higher I don't altitude's like it. colder. It's like, it? yeah, you know, like, colder. you know how Kanye, like, he's bipolar? It's the same thing. <laughs> but Honestly, in October, though, like, why are we still in the heat? Like, dude, no, I'm telling you, global warming is real. Like, if somebody says global warming is fake, it's real. No, it's this real. is proof of oh, it. Oh, yeah. In June, I remember in, in the month of June, it was 60 degrees. Cloudy and cloudy. Also, it was sunny. like not like no. Don't even vibes. bring up the tornadoes that we've been having too. The the hurricane. What yeah, was it called? Hurricane Hillary. The hurricanes and then earthquakes after that too. Like. You know what? This is probably a good question for a geology department that we could probably ask them sometime uh, this sure. week because yeah, they sure. should know. Because man, I'm completely in the dark. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now that we know how everyone's day is going so far, how about we just get started into our business? And today we first wanted to talk about. Our school's Wi-Fi. So everyone has different experiences with it, but I just want to hear from you guys. What do y'all think of it? Is it good? Is it bad? It's Reliable? back. It's back talking about us going to school on a hill. Like there's no wi- Wi-Fi here. Like there's Wi-Fi, but it's not good. You move five feet and it turns off or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. So the Wi-Fi here is it's the hill. I think I don't know what else it could be. Yeah, real guess doesn't do much for me. Yeah, um, I feel like. I also want to talk about how we could fix that, like how you guys think we could fix it. But yeah, it's honestly not good. And like, in my opinion, I'm not a contractor and I don't work with technology, so I could be wrong. You know, I'm not Mm -hmm. a Spectrum employee, Um, but I feel like there's fixes for that that they're not exploring. Like, obviously, it's harder to get a good signal up here. But like, you know, Google Nest, like the range extenders for the routers and stuff. Because I'm pretty sure at other campuses, like it's not cutting out as much as it cuts out here. Or like, um, what else is there? um fiber i don't know if we can get fiber you know because i mean we're on a hill so it might be a little harder stuff like that but i just feel like there's other fixes that the school could explore and i don't think they're doing it but what about you guys like what do you guys think we could do or they could do to change that they don't explore because the doesn't faculty have their own yeah wi-fi yeah Yeah. that's another thing they have real secure and i feel like personally i think that's kind of dumb that only faculty gets it because we're paying tuition i feel like they should have maybe two separate ones where it's one for teachers and students and then one for guests that actually come yeah. on. Because, like, 
how is it going to be real, guess? But we come to the school. Like, yeah, how am I a guest? Every single student's using it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a student. I pay here, you know? Like, it's... Professor's Wi-Fi is really good. Like, every professor I have has fast Wi-Fi and real secure. You have to, like, sign in to that Wi-Fi. Dude, they got that NASA Wi-Fi right there. It's insane. And I'm over here begging for, like, two megabytes per second. It's crazy. Like... I don't know what they think we're going to do with it. Like, I'm not here to watch, like, Disney+. Plus. Also, you know? like, not even Wi-Fi service. Like, you can't make a call up here for no. the life of it. You cannot call anyone if you're in the top, in the top of the hill, the bottom of the hill. You can't call anyone here until you get down and you drive away, I think. Yeah, it's super spotty because I always have that issue where I'll try to call someone while I'm leaving. And certain spots in the parking lot have connection. But as soon as you start going down, it cuts off. Cuts off. And then it- you're like what hello it cuts off your conversation like it doesn't even give you a chance to like start breaking it just completely cuts it off or it hangs up it's rude it's honestly really rude yeah or text messages to anything that has to do with communication might as well just put your phone in your backpack because you're not going to be able to use it um this isn't on the agenda but it actually does remind me a lot of our our students have issues with the adobe suite so like photoshop InDesign, all that stuff yeah what do you guys think about that? Because, again, like I said, we're paying for tuition and the school's paying for it out of our pockets. So... What is that, Adobe Suite? So Adobe Suites, it's like the programs that, for example, that we use here in the newspaper to edit. So we use InDesign for our mm-hmm. layouts. We use Illustrator for our ads. We use Photoshop for our pictures. We use Lightroom Classic for our pictures. We use Premiere Pro for editing software. We use... um, What's it called? Adobe Audi- Audible audio something what basically what we're using right now for this podcast yeah what we're using to record this podcast um we use a lot of features and like for me i'm not technically in the class but i am an intern and i really need those to be able to help out and do my own work that i have for myself and i haven't had access for it this whole time you know so i personally feel like it would be good allocation of the school's funds if they provided it for everybody free of charge for the whole thing because that's another thing too once the semester ends you'd lose access so you don't get it back until you sign up for another class. So like, let's say you have something like Thursday's the last day, right? And you have to lay something out tomorrow and get something out. You, you'll lose access and you won't be able to use it. So personally, I feel like that's something that they could work on. But I wanted to hear what you guys thought about it. No, yeah, I agree, too, because sometimes like if we have things to do outside of school, whether it's like relating something that we're covering, like in a different city um, then yeah, like we should have access to that because that's what's gonna help us like when we come back and soon join the class again because like once we you already have it, I feel like you're set because that's the last thing you should worry about is just the material you're working with and how you're gonna set everything up. So I don't know why that would be taken from us after like having works and projects on there too. Yeah, and it's kind of a I would say a bad situation just because. I have issues with it. I'm not the only one that has issues just with Adobe, but we have a lot of issues when it comes to um, software at the school. Not only is it Wi-Fi and the Adobe, but just getting access to things in general. Like, I know for a lot of departments, we don't have um, sufficient cameras. Like, I had um, Mio Stevens. um, She was the photography teacher next door to LR117. Um, It's a great class and everything, but the school oftentimes didn't have enough cameras to lend out to the people trying to take the class, you know? And I'm say I'll say I'm lucky and I'm privileged enough to be able to work and afford a camera, but not everyone's in that same situation, you know. So I feel like a lot of times there's a lot of things that we're lacking here, you know. Like textbooks are too expensive. I feel like 
The computers don't work. Yeah, computers don't work. Like even in LR one seventeen, even us El Paisano Media, like we do have our like grievances. Like we were supposed to get, I think they're the XDR pros. Um, yeah. Like a few of them, we were supposed to get them for the classroom, so all the students could use. And we still have busted up Macs that don't work. You know, so all the Macs are in their place but they don't turn on so what's the point of having max and, and for like us 40 of them too that are just sitting there and for us like if it wasn't for our computers how are we gonna get newspapers out how are we gonna have stories out how are we gonna have podcasts out without these <coughs> these macbooks and some students can't even afford um like macbooks which run and you can use those like more effectively and some students can't afford those so when they think that they can rely on the ones in the classroom they really can't because they don't work also, too, one thing I've noticed just from being here for a while, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we have is outdated, too. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the cameras aren't the best. I've seen them. They're not honestly. Yeah, they're pretty old. Um, and I know sometimes you can't really afford things, but I I feel like with the finances that the school has, I feel like they could afford more. They can. You know? No, Rio has a lot of money. I yeah, think. Like, I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. You know, like a lot of people come here. Tuition isn't free, you know? Like, even if you don't pay for it, financial aid pays for it. And they're getting their money, too, you know? So, um, you don't, like, I feel like a student doesn't have to go buy an, a laptop if they don't have one. We should have laptops, even if you can't take them home. Like, we should have laptops everywhere, like, in the LR build, in the LR classrooms. And, like, this whole classroom, half of it doesn't, like, doesn't work. So, imagine in other classrooms. Yeah. It's like going to a public library. Like, you know they're going to have laptops or computers for you to use. But then you're, you come to your own classroom and it's like that's not even available for you to use because none of it works. It's not connected and then the Wi-Fi sucks and then everything's all outdated too. And yeah, I feel like everything I'm going to say is right now speculation, of course. I only have this class right now and another one that I'm doing late start. But just imagine if us at Paisano are having technical issues and we're a technical heavy like classroom where we need laptops, computers. We're cameras. not even a classroom. We're literally like for the school. Like we work for the school yeah. without getting paid. Basically, it's not just a classroom because everyone's yeah. reading our newspapers. Everyone's listening can listen to our podcast. Everyone can listen to um, real um, roundup. Everyone can do that. So basically, we're, we're kind of working for the school. So it's we're kind of entertainment for the school, you know, and we don't have technology that yeah, works and for us to be the providers to be the one providing like the videos for everyone to see the newspapers like the content and we can't even get that done because of how everything's like crashing down on us it's just like not well, just how do that. you want that we promote everything for the school too yeah yeah so us that really need it like people can say that they need it and they don't like us that genuinely need like resources and supplies and we're still lacking to like get it working because like even us, we did get like a few new things in this semester, but they're coming in messed up and with late. missing parts. Yeah, late. Broken, and then like nobody late. even comes to install anything either. Like that's those the are amount of people. boxes we have in here that are not installed yet. Uh, is crazy. Yeah, last semester we had an issue with the lighting in this classroom since we got here where we couldn't turn off the lights. Yeah. We barely fixed that this semester, but all that to say is just, um, yeah. It's not like we don't have the resources, but I just don't want to imagine if it's that if it's like that for us who literally like all we do is on computers and cameras. I don't want to imagine how it is for like an English class, a history class, a math class where it's like you could use it and it would help a lot. But it's not like a music mandatory, you know, like I remember I had a stats class and my teacher was providing uh, calculators. Like I know the library rents them out, but they don't have enough for like every other student, you know, so 
My English teacher uses her phone's hotspot so we could watch videos and stuff on her on the projector. So the Wi-Fi is crazy. Yeah, and um, I yeah, I feel like not only is it a misallocation of our funds to not get stuff like that, but we can also talk about where our money is going. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but recently we've been having new cameras installed around campus. Um, apparently they're monitoring uh monitoring license plates. Yeah. I don't personally. Why though? Like I don't why? like. There's no use for that, especially yeah. on a school campus. Why are they monitoring our yeah, license why? plates? Like, our license plates. It's really weird. I like you guys have parking enforcement and everything, and I know that's not what it's for, you know. Because if it was just about parking, they have parking attendants that they pay. The you only know? reason I could think of that is because everyone has modified cars. Not even modified not- cars. It's just maybe they're looking us up. Like what? What if we have warrants or something? And like we need to be arrested? Like. What's other what's other explanation? There's so many reasons why it could be there. I just hope it's not that because I it, feel like when I think of school, I think of it as like a safe space. You they're know? not even hiding it. There's a big poster that says um, license plates recorded. Yeah, recorded, But yeah. they didn't even like let us know because usually they send stuff like in the emails, emails and the all emails. we had to see was the signs that says that your license plate is getting like monitored. Uh, yeah, and it's I, to me, it's disingenuous just because I'll be honest, I don't go to school board meetings. I've been to one. I don't go to them. I know like 99% of us here don't go to them. So I think an announcement should have been made, like a text, like, oh, when we have a power outage or something, like they're always the first ones to be yeah. like, yeah. oh, at 1.27 p.m. A text message, an email, something, a phone call, we get something. Anything, but it's just really disingenuous. It's kind of borderline creepy, I'll be honest, because I don't want to be recorded. Like I know I'm not doing anything wrong, but... It's just kind of weird knowing that someone's watching you. Like Big Brother, you know? It's kind do they of do that anywhere else or is it just here? I'm not too sure, honestly. That's I've never seen a sign that says that... We're recording. recording no, I mean, plates? of course in the streets, but like, like in, a, in a private park. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Like any other... Also, yeah, do we have cameras like in general, like recording us in the hallways and stuff? Like here in a classroom? Or no? No, not in classrooms. Not in classrooms. But like no. in the hallways, outside Probably in the quad. Probably Real cafe. Yeah. We also have security guards roaming around. Um, Again, sorry. It's not on the agenda, but I wanted to bring it up since it is our first um episode. How safe do you guys feel on campus? Just because I know some people that go to Mount Sac and the past couple of weeks they've been having a lot of assault, whether it's sexual or just like violence. You mean like, safe as in like the professors or the our, our peers like you yourself as a person like do you feel safe here like do you feel like do you ever like worry like oh could somebody run up on me and do something to me hurt me you know because I, f- I f- go ahead honestly going back to the cameras i feel like they should install more parking cameras because nowadays we live in a world where you leave your car unattended and anyone's gonna break in and for us for them to be recording our license plates it's like okay you're gonna have cameras to record license plates you might as well get cameras that protect our car and stuff so that we feel safe that our car is being parked outside like i'm sure the securities don't go around looking at just everyone in the parking lot and who's i've seen a couple of cars since i've been here that don't have um tires because they steal their tires yeah and like honestly the other day i don't know if it was here but i'm pretty sure it was here i got like a nail stuck in my tire and it was a big nail and i'm like where the where could this nail be coming from and yeah, like you don't know there's people out there just putting nails under your cars, same way as like they're breaking into them. Yeah. But back to the safety of myself. Or like, sorry about that, but cameras like in the parking lots, like some students leave campus late 
um super late yeah like who knows, 10. Who, yeah super 10 past 10 so the cameras in the parking lot will not only benefit like the safety for our cars but for students here um that leave late yeah but back to the safety of ourselves i feel like if you're not doing anything i mean i don't know i, I feel I, like i don't feel like um I don't feel, I don't feel threatened yeah me, me neither. neither i don't feel like but obviously if you're like doing doing things to feel threatened if you're thinking it from a perspective oh my god you have enemies in on campus if i think about it and i put myself in their shoes i feel like they could like hurt me yeah in in this school you know like because you don't know anyone i don't really like yeah there's security guards see them once in a while but i don't really see faculty outside really Mm -hmm. i just see students everywhere i feel like i've seen more vendors outside in the quad yeah than actual security guards Yeah. yeah there's there's like like vendors like that's all cool because i think when the vendors bring out the school spirit like it brings oh, yeah, no, hey, it brings awesome, yeah no yeah it brings everyone together yeah, but it brings everyone to come together for sure mm-hmm, but do you really think they're gonna step in if you're getting jumped in the middle of the quad that's the thing i don't know if they would they wouldn't step in i just don't know if they would be there just because like i said i don't really see the only time i see security is when they're locking up the classrooms you know i don't really ever see them otherwise and just yeah i think mount sack i don't know if it was two or three weeks ago they had like Three attacks in one week where it was two sexual assault attacks and then one stabbing at the school. I even saw a video on it on my social media, which is also sad that that's on social media. But yeah, it's it's been getting bad. And I don't know. Personally, like I feel privileged enough to like be a man, I guess. I don't worry about it too much, but not everyone's a man. No, know? yeah, it's different yeah. for girls because we feel yeah. unsafe everywhere we go. Everywhere we go that is in our home, maybe even in our home, we feel unsafe. But um school like that's somewhere you're not supposed to worry about that like period but yeah school and home is some place where you don't have to worry about feeling unsafe everywhere else is whatever but um us that we leave all of us that are sitting here that we leave like at 8 9 10 p.m sometimes because of like the newspaper or something um i don't really see security guards outside in the dark like that like we and we're pretty far from the parking lot so um it's a it's a far walk in the dark and there's not much light like mm-hmm. after when you leave the parking lot so it's basically like whatever happens happens but do we have cameras do we not have cameras if something happens to us can it be captured so yeah it's pretty dangerous wherever you go but yeah we should have more like safety measures here and just to go back to being on a hill too like the lighting is bad and god forbid something did happen to somebody like reception's really bad like what mm-hmm. are you gonna do you're gonna call 911 or someone and it's not cause you I'm gonna literally go cannot call that you can't do nothing yeah and it's just sad it's honestly really sad to think about just because like I, I, to me that's the bare minimum you know just making sure yeah. your students are safe because i don't feel like it's right for a student to go to school and then worry about like oh my god like am i gonna be safe today you know like uh, having students carry on pocket knives and like pepper sprays and stuff like that's kind of and sad. then if you get caught with pepper sp- spray or something that's like not okay in in school f- um yeah faculty. it's like prohibited from school like yeah and like we live in a hill so we walk out these doors in our classroom and we see a mountain like there's nowhere to go so um i don't know the phone thing is a big thing yeah no honestly it's pretty bad um also too one thing i've been noticing around campus speaking about the quad um next to the quad we have the i believe it's the music and arts building right where they do um like, oh, like the, the theater, theater right yeah, the, the theaters theater. yeah it's been construction going on which is great because you know um renovating um 
our arts and putting money into arts is really important. You know, a lot of students choose to go down that path and it's great that we're focusing on it. Um, what's your guys' experience been with the construction though? I know a lot of people have been complaining about noise, so I just want to hear what you guys thought about it. Honestly, I just feel like they're they're working on the wrong things right now. Like there should be other things that should be fixed first before you want to go renovate a whole theater. Well, I know a lot of I know a lot of student my my some of my close friends like their art theater like their that's their thing, and um they're in the theater they have a theater major, and they have to go down to the justice bungalows like in the second level of the school. That's where their classroom is instead of uh, the theater. So yeah. they're stuck in a bu- literally a bungalow. It's like a RV type yeah, thing. Classroom thing. Um, it's the mobile classrooms, right? Yes, and they're stuck in there. They have to act in there. They have to rehearse in there. They have to. If they're gonna do a play. That's where they perform, and that's not a stage. That's yeah. just a small half size classroom, and I think that's affecting them. And for us, like we can't pass. We can't walk into this class without hearing some type of huge machine in our ear. Or we can have events for like the students in the lower quad because that's going to distract everyone with the noise. So, I mean, it's kind of a distraction in a way. Yeah, it is. Like, that's something you should have thought about fixing during summer. Like, when students aren't on campus or where you know it's not going to be used. And it, I think it's going to be like that for another year. Or two. Yeah. yeah, how long has it been? Like, how long have they been working on that? Do you guys know? Not I don't that long. Not that long. I but I know that so. they just started, like, as soon as school the starts. The semester started, yeah. Yeah, huh? Because it wasn't blocked off at wait, first. It wasn't. Yeah, really it wasn't. Wait, we would come in the summer. Were they doing it in the summer? They I, weren't working I, on it. I don't I think they were working seen. on it. It but was I just blocked off. Blocked off already, yeah. Yeah, and there was never no machines or anything. They no started noise. all the renovations when school started. Yeah, that's what so I first time they messed up on. But, but there could have been other things you would have foc or you could have focused on. Yeah, like for those us. those benches that are right next to them. No, I feel like no one can sit on those anymore. Like that's unless you have I, AirPods or earphones on. But I wouldn't sit there if there was noise behind me. So, yeah. but it's like I I understand they're trying to make the theater better. Like this, the, everything that's gonna come out of this is just gonna make the theater. I've never seen the theater because this is my first semester here. So it's probably gonna be really nice if they're taking two years to build it. Yeah, you do. It's like it's a battle, you know. You just take your positives with your negatives. Um, personally, I haven't really had that bad experience with noise. I don't really have that many classes though, and so obviously your guys' experience is very different from mine. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was a good point bringing up the bungalow classrooms, just because I actually was having a class in one of them. I had a what was it? It was a music and film class. I was really excited for it, just because um, it was something cool to learn about, and it's a transferable course. I was taking it went one day the parking is really horrible around there you have to walk up a hill to get to the class it's really hot and the ac that wasn't working um it's the classrooms are really small too and yeah they're mobile classrooms too so it's Tiny not classrooms. It, they're small there's like 40 plus students in a single classroom with rows that are like crammed and it's just not a good it's not a good learning environment to be honest yeah the the um arts and music all that are very they're sacrificing because if you're if you love like arts music theater if you love any of that you're not gonna have any access to the nice classrooms that previous students had you're stuck in the bungalows all day and the like you said the parking there's no parking like and um there's parking but it's for teachers it's for professors like that are there that that um but those are next to the bungalows but you can't park there 
And uh, the bungalows are like totally away from the main part of campus. Yeah. It's like so like on the edge. If you like don't have a car, enter. if you don't drive, like you're if you if you're whoever takes you doesn't want to drive up the hill, you're walking up that hill. And if you have another class that's in the, by the library, you're walking up that hill and then the library and the bungalows are super far from each other. Yeah, I wanted to speak on that just because it's a logistical nightmare. I would come out of LR-117 um, at around 12.50 and my class started at 1.05, I think it was. Right, like the class right after, basically. And yeah, I would have to leave as soon as the sense pack up, run to my car, drive down, and then walk back up to get there. And then I, I always come back here. So now I would have to drive back up. And yeah, we have the shuttles, but the shuttle passes by, what, every 10, 15 minutes? So it's honestly i feel like a shuttle isn't isn't really to go to a class it's most mostly just to go down the hill and go home yeah yeah so it's not it's it's a solution but it's not the best solution that they could have had i don't know um i feel like there might be some classrooms that aren't in use too like i i don't know i don't i'm not exactly sure but i know maybe the old journalism classroom isn't in use stuff like that and i doubt everything is taken up i feel like they could have used different classrooms but, yeah, I feel like the timing is really bad, and I feel like it should have been thought out more just because I honestly dropped the class because of the really bad conditions, and I don't want to be going up and down a hill two times a week, you know? And then coming back up, I, I don't want to. I don't want to drive up for my class, drive down, drive up, and then drive down and go home. Like, it's a lot. It's too much, and I already have a lot of other classes. I have homework and stuff, you know? So, and that's not just me, you know? I know a lot of students feel that way, too. So. I know many students that drop the classes because they're stuck in those bungalows. It's inconvenient, and, yeah, it's honestly not a good time. Um, But... I mean, the the only good part of this is that the the next generation students, the ones that are coming, are going to have a really nice building. That's, But we're, unfortunately, not going to have that. I, I know when I'm transferring, I'm still not going to see those that theater ever. So... Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but I feel like just talking about the arts and music reminds us um, one positive thing that has been happening recently. So today um, we're recording on October 12th. So it's a Thursday. And I believe this is published on October 17th, right? On yeah, Tuesday? October 17th, Tuesday. So when you're hearing this, it'll be over. But um, we actually have an art gallery that's been happening. And I feel like it's awesome. it's an awesome thing that we do where we highlight a bunch of our students' artistic capabilities just because... Although we are a community college, it's fo- we foster a lot of different like talents and skills. Like I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the displays that the graphic designs department has outside in the learning resource center or around it, I should say, or like the photo gallery that they always put on. So, want to hear what you guys thought about that too? Just because what's the pots um class? Is it ceramics? Yeah, it's the ceramics class, the pottery class. Yeah, yeah. the pottery class. That one's really nice. That's a really nice class. Shows there's um artwork outside and everything. Yeah, and. Um, just art in general i feel like it's underappreciated and not only is it important for us to display stuff like that but also to it's always good for us to learn because a lot of those courses are uc transferable and i feel like for me at least not only does it make it easier to get through school because like we can all be honest here we don't like every single course we've had to take you know all of our ge's like i my anthropology class it was cool but it's, I think it's really cool that we have an art yeah. gallery. Like the fact that there's an art gallery that we that we could display the art students' work. Like if you go in the art gallery, it's so pretty. It's like a museum in there. And like 
going back to what Louise said, it is very unappreciated. I feel like it's not very promoted either. Like I feel like students here at campus could be more like aware of the different art galleries or the different events that the students put on because they do put a lot of work into it. I feel like it. We just don't know or see it or have time to go on. Yeah. Um. Uh. We went in today actually, or we tried to take a peek. It looks really nice. Honestly, the artwork looks really good. Um, I'm definitely not a like art connoisseur, you know. Like, I'm not gonna tell you like your Leonardo da Vinci's from your Van Goghs and stuff, but it's great art. It's very unique too. It's not just like drawing and stuff, which they do actually have a lot of beautiful drawings in that class in that um, room when you walk in on the side on the walls and stuff. But it's really beautiful work, honestly. Um, this is completely off topic, but when we were in the art gallery. Um, we were walking in there. There's like a table of flyers, and I seen that there's a like there's a student exchange like little thing mm-hmm. where you um you go to Barcelona, Spain, um for like a semester or half a semester, um and then you go to Costa Rica in the winter. So I have a question: Would you guys be a, a student ex- a exchange student and go to Spain for a semester? I don't have that type of money. I no, I don't know. How much is it? Do you know? I don't know. I think I lo- I wrote a story about it last year, but I don't remember. Um, if you guys check out El Paisano online.com, we've written a few stories about it, and we often do provide a lot of um, information like prices. But um, no, I'm not too sure. I know you can contact a lot of the um, teachers that are leading the trips. They have a lot of information, and obviously our website too. But it, do you get like a, is there like a scholarship you get for that or no? You would have to pay like out of pocket? I think you do pay out of pocket. I don't think it's that much, like as much as you would pay for a trip, but you oh, definitely okay. do pay, I'm pretty sure. And you spend a semester there? or Because that's what I read on the flyer. I think it's, I don't know if it's the whole semester, if it's like 12 weeks or something, but yeah, you do spend a majority or if not the whole semester. And there. you're in a school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's still learning and everything. And you, you do have to take like certain classes, like you have to take a bunch of... And they're transferable units. Yeah, that's you have to take everything. It's transferable, everything. It's basically just school, but... You also take classes over there that are cultural classes, so you'll learn about the culture of Spain. So it's like you would maybe would take one of those here, but it's better over there because yeah, then you can actually course. go look at the stuff. You can um live in the environments and stuff, you know, learn languages. So you wouldn't? If I had the money and the time, yeah, but I work and I don't have the time. So Would you guys? I'd definitely do it, but just so like you can pick up experiences like to know what it's like to live somewhere else to know what it's like to be with a different group of people like something you didn't grow up around um but i don't know maybe it's not that pricey since you're gonna be doing it through the school and you're not doing it through like an online program you just found online so i'm not quite sure how much it'd be but i don't know i wouldn't expect too much since it is like a school thing but I could be wrong. Well, I I think I, I would love to do it, but that many that much time away from the family is crazy. Yeah. Um. Where did they go last year? I think they went to Madrid last year. Um. I don't I don't think you guys have known, but this is Barcelona, right? I think it's Barcelona. They had another one though. What was the other one? Costa Rica. Costa Rica for a winter. Yeah. For a winter. Yeah, and they had um. I think it was Barcelona last year. Okay. Where would you guys if you guys could pick? like one city to like do study abroad in what do you guys think would be like a great city to go to i think barcelona like anywhere in europe is just so good tokyo probably tokyo tokyo mm-hmm. would be dope 
That is that is a honestly it's a good one too. That's a whole in high school there is uh um exchange students from China. I feel like China would be really another I feel like any Asian place. Like any Asian like I feel like no, yeah. I feel like the Asian continent. I feel like their culture is really different. I mean, obviously Europe is different from us too, but yeah, Asia it's honestly like another world. So I feel like that would be pretty sick to experience yeah. too. Honest- like pretty hard to adjust to. I feel like because <laughs> learning like the language is hard, and then like their religion too. I feel like to be able to go there and like yeah get along like- with people, you have to know their religion in a way. Tokyo would be hard because we don't have no. I feel like I don't know about you guys, but I don't speak any type of Japan or Japanese. <laughs> oh, I got a little bit. I got the watashi wa. That's how you started. Yeah. I definitely don't I speak any class. Japan. I took one either. class. Nah, dude, I don't I'd think be banging. Japan. No, if we went to France, I'd be like, Je m'appelle Louise. Bonjour. Comment t'appelles tu? You know? I got a little bit of French. But if know? we go to Spain, like, we have a little bit of knowledge of yeah. Spanish. Nah, we don't. Because they have the list. They're like, Hola, Hola Giovanna. Como estas? <laughs> they don't speak like that. They got the list. Yeah, they, they're like, Vamos al parque. <laughs> well, you're the one who watched the Casa de Papel. Yes. How do they talk? How do they talk? They speak like professional, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, proper Spanish. Yeah, proper. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. proper. It's like, I think Spain... Like, yeah. That's what schools form, teach us, It's like formal Spanish. Spain to Mexico is like how, like, the UK is to us, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because we're, like, not... We're definitely not formal, you know? No, but because we're, like, mixed, you know? Like, it's like the... Ing- Wait, how are we mixed? The, indigenous, the indini- indigenous, indigenous people, yeah. That's why we don't speak English. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like Spain, we don't like uh, Mexicans don't speak Spanish like Spain Spanish. You know? Yeah, um, but <clears throat> that would be easier to go to Barcelona because we all kind of have a little understanding of Spanish. Not everybody, most not of everybody, us. yeah, but like but not everybody, yeah. I get what you mean, though. but like we all know somebody that speaks Spanish. How many people do you know that speak Japanese? Honest, I, oh, I know one person. I know you one. know. Okay, but how many people do you know that speak Spanish? Everybody, everybody, that I know. at least three. At least three, yeah. At least three. <laughs> so that's why it would be easier for Barcelona, but Tokyo's a challenge. Like, I'll, uh, that's a challenge I would accept. That'd be more fun, I think. Yeah, like Tokyo's so advanced. Like Tokyo's like technology's crazy. Have you seen the the um, the food machines? What are they called? Oh, the the vending machines. The vending <laughs> machines. Yeah, those are crazy. We don't have them here. Like we do have any machines, but like the restaurants are pretty like up to date. Very very modern. Their laws are way different though. Um, that's one thing. Yeah, honestly, though, I feel like something like Norway or Switzerland, though, like oh, one of the yeah. Nordic European countries, I think there's a lot of um, culture that are in, within those places that yeah. we could, like, learn from. It's not know. a country, but I always wanted to go to Alaska. Alaska would be crazy. Alaska, Alaska would be crazy for yeah. foreign exchange, honestly. I feel like that would be pretty cool. Like, yeah, the Northern the northern Lights. Have you guys ever seen Northern Lights? No, you can see those in Oregon nope. and stuff, too, I think. Where? In Oregon. Like Oregon? Just up- like oh yeah, Northern America. Um, yeah. So I think that's all the topics we had. But before we go, we do want to give us a shout out one more time. Yeah, guys. Quick reminder to always follow us on our social media, El Paisano, on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, new like now X, and on YouTube. And yeah, for the most part, we covered everything and a little bit extra that we had planned for today. So as always, guys, thanks so much for listening to us or watching whatever you guys do. YouTube, make sure to give us five stars, you know, thumbs up and everything. 
I'm Luis Martinez, your managing editor of Ed by Summit Media, signing off. Giovanna Hernandez, executive editor, signing off. Robert Jimenez, broadcast director, signing off. Sierra Uribe, editor-in-chief, signing out. And Ariana Morales, video editor, signing out. Thank you. Bye. This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network.